Houston's where we started, Seattle's where we'll go, the recalculating podcast, buckle up and let's go. Welcome to the recalculating podcast. I am Aggie. I am Diana. And we are two twenty-something oh gosh. robots. <laughs> okay, taking over your country, <laughs> your podcast on iTunes because we're on iTunes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. We're on iTunes. Really freaking excited. Search us up. Hit that subscribe button. Yes, yeah, subscribe. Do it. Leave Do us it right reviews. Now. Reviews so that people can find us. Share. Share. Share us. Share us, Share us. Share us Charlie. <laughs> we're in a mood. Okay, so since the last time we talked, we were in Las Vegas mm-hmm. going over pretty much everything we did up to the Calvin Harris concert at Anya at Caesar's Palace. This is the episode where we solely talk about Calvin Harris. one evening. It was a six-hour period. Oh, my gosh. So the next, I guess, 20 or so minutes, we'll be talking about a six-hour window of time. (laughs) Because that much happened in a six-hour window Mm -hmm. of time. Literally, we are setting aside an entire episode (laughs) for this one night. (laughs) Because it was crazy. It was Vegas. It was Vegas. Well... Started off, so I think we left off where we were dropped off by our lift at 9.30 or so. Yeah, at the Omnia, which is part of Caesar's Palace, the nightclub in Caesar's Palace. We realized the line was crazy, crazy, super long. It took up the entire casino, basically. It wrapped around Caesar's Palace. Right. It went on, like, we were walking, and then we realized we still had to keep walking. Oh, the line keeps going. Oh, the line keeps going. Oh, the line keeps going. And then we found the Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey had a poster up there advertising for her, whatever her show is. So Um, we hung out with Mariah Carey for a long time. Yes, the line didn't move much, especially at the beginning. So we waited. We waited, we waited and we waited. We, we made, shuffled. We made about. some friends. Mm-hmm. Some girls tried to cut us, and then yeah. I was like, "Uh, sorry, we were right behind those girls." And they were like, "Oh, what? What? I don't know." And then I was like, "I will punch you in the face," but I did not. But I could. <laughs> you could have taken them. I'm I could have taken. All yeah, there of was them. a big group of them. We could have probably taken all of them. Um, <laughs> but what was annoying was that the way they were trying to cut people in line was there was a group behind us of three different married couples, and they were trying to talk to one of the married guys, and he was just obviously not about that. <laughs> but yeah. She was like, "Oh, cool wedding ring. Who says that?" So we waited in line for a very long time because we wanted to see Calvin Harris full free because that's possible for us ladies to do. Las Vegas is incredibly sexist in that they let girls in for free. They'll let guys in for like $130 depending on what. A table is at least like $4,000. That's what the girls we were talking to were saying. They got a table? No, they were looking into getting a table. Oh, wow. And they were like, yeah, no. (laughs) So during that wait, basically, that the three married couples ended up, the guys had already bought their tickets and the girls ended up just buying $50 tickets 
to get in earlier. So right. they could not stand waiting in line any longer. But we prevailed. We were also wearing sandals. <laughs> we were smart. We were just like, nah, not Not today. about that heels life. Mm-mm. I wonder, because when we finally got to the front of the line, there were no guys around us. So I really wonder, would they have pulled guys aside differently? Like, would they have made them wait longer? The last time I went out with a guy within a group of girls is that there's a ratio. If there's... 10 girls to one guy Mm -hmm. then it's fine but it also just depends on the club oh very interesting i would love to know the politics and like (laughs) the decision making behind the bouncing decisions (laughs) bouncer politics okay here's what you gotta know to be a bouncer you let these kinds of people in these people gotta go gotta go no but yeah i've been to clubs in europe where people weren't allowed in because of what they were wearing yeah it's just a million times more intense because it's las vegas it's the real deal We ended up waiting in line for two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, some people might think we're insane, but it was a free Calvin Harris it's show. Free. So two and a half hour wait, you know, we made the most of it. We've spent so much time in the car uh-huh. and chilling, and so it was not too big of a deal <laughs> for us to stand in line for two and a half hours. Our bar for patience has <laughs> been raised so yeah. high. Yeah, we're two of the world's most patient people right now, so mm. try us. Try, try us. us. <laughs> and we knew that he wasn't going to come on till way later anyway so it wasn't like a big deal that we were outside in AC with personal space which brings us to when we finally get into the club that's a whole other level of Jumanji. Basically, I don't even know how many people were in there, but we were packed in there like sardines. There were literally people sandwiched on the front and the side and the back of you. Let's paint a picture. You enter in and then you have kind of a horseshoe around the DJ set. And then within the first loop are the tables along the horseshoe. And then within the horseshoe is basically the mosh The standing room. It's the standing room. And we were able to get to one of the ramps that goes into the, the, mosh, stand, pit. the mosh pit. The pit. That's what we're calling <laughs> the it. Pit. The pit. It was similar to an armpit. It was gross. It was gross. There was even a little bit of weight in order to get into the pit. Like, yeah, like, and that's another round of bouncer politics that we had to mm-hmm. get through because we had to go up to him and he said, how many people do you have in your group? And we had to tell him. And then yeah. I don't know how he decides to let people through mm-hmm. or not let people through. I have no idea, but somehow we got through. So it worked out in our scenario. The pit had so many people already. Mm-hmm. So many. And so we tried to like kind of squeeze our way through. And so I was just like, okay, we're just going to push forward and just go for it. And we're going to hang out with like the fun dancey people because no one was dancing in the back. Yeah, really the reason we went to see Calvin Harris is because we just wanted to enjoy mm-hmm. a fun night out dancing, not necessarily hang out with anyone else, just yeah. go to a fun concert with fun music. So yeah, the crowd there was interesting. I think we made the most of the concert. We enjoyed mm-hmm. the music. There was some DJ on before Calvin Harris who was also pretty yeah. fun. We noticed there were a lot of people who had their phones out and this is just a common issue anywhere any concert what really annoyed me was people taking selfies <laughs> it's like okay i understand maybe if you want to video the dj video the experience whatever but if you're sitting there taking countless selfies i don't really see the reason for that like go home take yeah. selfies in the comfort of your couch i think there should be a max of two selfie sessions <laughs> like the beginning towards whenever the middle to end or something but like not 
throughout like consistently it was just, literally the entire concert i think i saw one person take i don't even know how many selfies like every single song yeah. she would take a selfie yeah and so it kind of just like it takes away from the moment it takes yeah. away from like the crazy like the atmosphere of calvin harris he's playing really good sets it's kind of annoying whenever like a girl cuts you just to take a selfie and then she just stands there but for the next rest of the song like editing and like coming up with a caption and like right sending it to her friends and I ended up pushing through her because I was like no 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 which also brings us to another thing is that people get very pushy intense yeah and pushy I think there are several times where I kind of like lost my balance based mm-hmm. on people kind of shoving through the crowd yeah there were some fights I saw break out. Some people were pushing through and I kind of got angry yeah. and like was sassy to them. I said, hey, you don't need to push people over. Like people were literally falling over because they were pushing them aside. And the guy, I don't even remember what he said back, but he was not nice about it. I was like, all right, thanks. It's do or die. Yeah, every man for himself. Like that's fair. I mean, we pushed through the crowd too, but I think we like kind of slid through. We found the yeah. gap. Yeah, whenever people would come f- leave back. or... Yeah go out for drinks or something they would we started the front yeah a space would open and we would kind of just take advantage of it we just kept working our way slowly towards the front eventually we made it pretty close yeah we were there i could say there were like two three rows of people in front of us and i was real proud ourselves yeah we became friends with this couple Mm -hmm. um we kind of just like were next to each other for so long and at some point i look up and i see this lady with a light up stick and she's kind of like orchestrating the, the crowd, crowd. <laughs> because she must have been in, I don't know, I guess it's a VIP section. So mm-hmm. there was like a second level and she was standing in that second level and waving her glow stick and pointing at everybody like, yes, yes you, you, yes, you. And like so, Oprah of the night crowd. <laughs> Oprah of the you, night. You, you, you all get glow sticks except yeah. you get glow sticks. No one got So I think we bonded with that other couple yeah. because we realized we were both normal people <laughs> in this Vegas club. And yeah, you spotted her from above. So there are four of us kind of waving at her waving at her and then she saw us wave at her right. and then she got really excited so we bonded <laughs> from afar and so she would like wave her glow stick like back and forth and we would wave our hands back and forth following her and like whatever she did like we would do and then i think i turned around for a bit and i saw other people really doing it too. oh my goodness she was having so much fun up there you could tell she was so yes. enjoying so, it yeah yeah it was just really fun to watch her uh-huh. she was just like probably a middle-aged woman at this Vegas club. So She's just like, this cool. is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these kiddos doing? But anyway. Anyways, Calvin finally gets on around like 1.30 Yeah, so. 1.30 like, a.m. Super late. Which so. my old bones are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Usually I'm in bed at like 12. Mm-hmm. At the latest, 10. At the latest. 10, if I'm happy. Um, Even then, because we're on, we're two hours behind. Technically, oh. it would have been 3.30, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. But one thing that really jostled me was when I was having a good time. At some point, I looked down at my nails and I saw that they were glowing because of the backlight. And there was like this random couple next to me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, look at my nails. And I, the girl like looked at it and she's like, oh, that's so cool. And then I looked at the guy. I was like, yay. And then he kept staring at me and I felt really uncomfortable. Hack. If you ever feel uncomfortable in any situation or you just like don't want to talk to guys and you went to A&M and you're female, or maybe you're male, I don't know. You take your mm-hmm. Aggie ring, which is your class ring from Texas A&M, and you put it over your ring finger and you flip it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a gold band, um, which I use that excuse many times and it shut down a lot of guys. 
So I kind of was just like, whenever I would dance, I would make sure to show off my ring finger and make it seem that I was married. And this was a night where I just wanted to dance and have fun. And we didn't drink at all even because mm-hmm. also drinks were super expensive. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks for a vodka soda. Like what? Who can afford that? Nothing. <laughs> like, so we went out sober and I was just like very uncomfortable at that point because I was aware of everything going on. So at some point, he's like dancing with his girlfriend or a girl, I don't even know. And he like tries to grab my butt and I just move. Like I just jump on over. It was so creepy. And then he tried to do it again. And that's when I was like, "Mm mm-mm. And I kind of wish I like yelled at him. But at the same time, I was really nervous. And I didn't want anything to happen where like I have no idea who this random guy is. Yeah, you literally know nothing about this person. You don't know. How we might react to some sort of rejection like, or rude comment. But. So I just decide to like play the cold card and just not show him any attention at all. His girl wants to be closer to the stage. So she's like, oh, I'll be right back. And then he stays and he's trying to like strike up a conversation. And then I just like bring up my left hand. I'm like, I'm married. And I'm like, what do you expect <laughs> me to do? Like, I'm married, but I'm not married, but I'm a married woman. But I'm married. <laughs> so leave me alone. So leave me back be. off. And then I'm still dancing and like I'm just trying to like have a good time. And then I think he like cusses me out like very slightly and I just pretend not to hear him. He ends up going to find his girl. I guess people who go to those clubs have those certain t- kinds of expectations. But there's etiquette in a way. There is etiquette. While there are expectations, you should know when to take a hint. You can make a small move, but she's not interested. So that's when you back off. Because repetitive actions like that are definitely not okay in any circumstance at all. If she's not making eye contact with you... It's the eye contact. Eye contact. Or like reciprocating. Clearly, Aggie was not interested in this Mm -mm. guy and he was not... And then you have that guy. Yeah, I had a similar experience, I guess. So Calvin Harris, the only thing he really ever said to us while he's playing his jams, he kept saying, put your hands up. (laughs) Put your hands (laughs) in his Scottish accent. I think he said that 10 times. That's the only thing he ever said. So of course, everyone puts their hands up and then he would kind of like tell us what to do. Or there were also these cool cold air blasts. I just want to talk about this because it was so cool. It was kind of warm in the club because there were a lot of people. But Calvin Harris would have us put our arms up and then this giant cold gust of wind would come from the stage from where he was playing Mm -hmm. and just go right through everyone in the crowd and it would cool you down and it was the best like 10 seconds ever of your life. (laughs) It's like this white cloud that I think it's It's like like dry ice. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, yeah, that's the exact sound that it makes, and everyone's like, yes, because you're so hot in there, and it's like this cool breezy air. Yes, it feels so good. But anyway, so he Mm -hmm. has us put our hands up, and at one point he's telling us to like wave from side to side. So he's like, go this way, go to the right, go to the left. And so my hands are up in the air, and there was some guy behind me, and he kind of just, I guess, like laced his fingers with my. I was just kind of like, wait, wait, (laughs) who is this person? And I didn't even want to like turn around, but I kind of was like moving my hands forward but he kind of kept coming back and so I kind of just waited until there was the right time and I put my hands down and then didn't even want to bother turning around because 
what's the point? But as the music went on, he kind of started to try to dance with me and grab me. And so I was not cool with that. Yeah. And then we were like, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, basically, I didn't want to confront him because I didn't know what kind of person he was. I didn't want to start anything. So that's when I turned to Aggie and I was like, I think we need to leave. By that point, it was 2.30 a.m. anyway. And I think we had decided we wanted to leave by like 2. So we'd already stayed longer than we Mm -hmm. wanted to. But it was super fun. Overall, it was super fun. There are just some nasty, nasty people out there. Yeah. So our tips and advice, try to go with a group because I think if you're in a group, you can kind of form a bubble and kind of set the tone of like, don't bother us Mm -hmm. if you need to. And just be aware of drinking too. I would say try to be as sober as possible or like have more people than not that are going to be like not drinking. Yeah. And I I mean, you want to have fun. You want to have a good time, but just be safe as always. Yeah. Like with anywhere you go. I just think it's more intense than if you were going to some kind of club in Houston. Right. Exactly. Other than that, Calvin Harris was super fun. It was super fun. It was a journey. It was, <laughs> we we waited. We earned our spots to the very front. We earned all of that for free. For like free. We were 10 to 15 feet away from Calvin Harris for free. And I was just like, sup, boo. He's so good looking. Not too shabby. <laughs> Not too shabby, Scotland. Calvin Harris, uh, we love you. We love you. Follow our podcast. Follow <laughs> us. Anyways, that's the end to our Vegas, Vegas experience. experience. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the ride. The Recalculating Podcast. We hope to see